0: Who can say where the killer roams? When the blood flows, it's slaying time. Slay away. Slay away. Slay away.
1: King, and on this very special episode of Slay Away, we're chatting with director George Popoff for an exclusive interview about his folk horror documentary series Side World*. Bulgarian-born Popoff has been revered for his unique visual style and carefully crafted atmosphere. Both of his narrative films, Hex and the Droving, have been praised for their focus on complex themes and characters. Popoff has appeared on a multitude of podcasts and interviews for independent filmmaking magazines. He has also been hailed as an exciting new talent to watch. The Sideworld series currently has three installments, Haunted Forests of England, Terrors of the Sea, and Damnation Village. Each explores a trove of frightening tales, myths, and folklore.
0: When the line between fact and fiction is enshrouded in mist and shadow, beyond that threshold is a place that can change our perspective on everything we think we know i call this place the side world
1: so i was hoping that you could share with us more about you know who you are and your work as a filmmaker
0: yeah sure sure yes of course um yeah i am um my name is George Popov. I am um, a writer-director, and uh, I think uh, what's interesting about this is that uh, the, the first uh, two, fil- two f- films that I made were um, narrative feature films, so-called Hex and the Droving. And um, me and Jonathan, who I also wrote them with, and, and um, we both um, um, own co-own our, our production company, Rubycon Films, um we we started with and we still continue as being as, as mainly like uh narrative filmmakers and and that's uh um those films were a big sort of push towards um establishing a a, um, a voice in in that area but uh um hex was the first thing we made and anyway it, it's um folk horror uh film um set in during the english civil war and it has a um Kind of quite of an interesting angle with um, witchcraft and and uh, um, has a, a quite of a attempt of a pretty moral story and then and then the droving um, was the one that followed and I think that's the one that gave a lot more exposure to to myself and to the company and and is the one that uh, takes place in it's a it's a modern day thriller but also has a lot of elements of 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 uh, folk horror and and then. Um, as a whole, it still kind of uses a lot of the same language. It's like we use. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, real landscapes and and um, an atmosphere, and I think it built up very well on the on the previous one. So, and we still continue on working on our future uh, on our future um, narrative feature film projects. Um, and and then Sidewalk uh, came is is a very interesting thing because. Um, I've never made documentaries before and, um, but I was always interested in, in um, and so was Jonathan from, with the subject matter of, of where uh, kind of history ends and folklore begins with like the work we've done on the previous films and the work we've done on other projects that we, we were working on at the time. And we still are um, that they're fictional um, while at the same time as well. Um, I've also always liked like uh, stories and myths and legends that are connected to the paranormal and people seeing different things and experiencing different things that i always kind of try to keep an agnostic view towards all of it um as a kid I was a big um and i still am a big x files fan and that's always been a, a sort of um almost uh uh as a, as a hobby and an inspiration to 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 um look into all these um paranormal cases and and what was just like that curiosity towards the the world where it's like i'm i'm a I'm interested a lot in science as well, and and I always like to to see where where is the sort of the edge of where our knowledge is at the moment, and and what's um, to come right after that, and what is completely um, where does the storytelling end in terms of fiction, and and um, all these kind of wonderful stories that people have been telling for for a long time, and where does you know the the the, the core of it all begins? Where does the uh, real um truth and it lie um so that really kind of gathered our interest in it is we we wanted to make something that um you know the the the, the films the narrative films are great but it's also something that you know we work for a couple of years on the project because we wanted you know to do it well and especially in our kind of quite small level on, on hex and then a little bit bigger but still quite small on the droving it takes a long time to do those things right so we wanted to have more more output while working on our uh, future narrative uh projects and um so that would seem something that that we can do that and we had this insane plan that we're gonna make three um feature length documentaries to start this this series of ours this franchise of ours and and really look into um the combined nature of of um th- those myths and legends and those horror stories and we man- we managed to do it we're now we just uh our most recent one uh domination village um Came out just a uh, just a week ago.
1: Okay, so it's super fresh. I didn't just totally miss it. <laughs> it's like, it's out, and I was like, it is. Um, because I knew it was coming, <laughs> but I was just like, oh, it's here. Okay, because I know when um Side World, Haunted Forests of England came out, we covered that um on Slay away and got an opportunity to see the film, and then you know we heard more was coming, and these have really all released within a year of each other just yeah
0: about. no uh, uh, no absolutely no they, they were all released yeah uh it's um so we started working on on haunted forests of england you know not much longer than a year ago i think it was november 2021 and and we were planning the whole thing ahead and then um yeah um haunted forest came out beginning of uh april i think the first of April or something like that although you know wasn't a joke but you know (laughs) uh, i guess some of it is um and then and then um for like end of july beginning of first of august came out of terrors of the sea and and now um yeah probably beginning of november i'd say so maybe it's been around the month but it's it's been a kind of a big roll out of it um it's been domination village so that was that was the plan the plan was to uh, sort of, because when you have one, then you know you've made a documentary film. That's that's cool. But when you have two, it seems like oh, yeah, you, it's, it's, you made another one. But when you have three, then I think I knew that that was going to give the idea for for uh, for people and kind of for um um our uh, fans at the time and everybody knew who were introducing from the more documentary point of view that this is good. This is something that's here to stay. We want something solid. We kind of want like a nice space for everybody to almost uh uh share and hang out with and and um and to show a series that we want to we have the ambition to keep exploring different topics because um there's a lot of people and fans coming from different directions i think all these things are related like the paranormal angle and the horror angle and then the folklore and myth myth and legends angle as well but um and there's certainly a huge amount of the audiences that that crisscross within each other but there's a lot of them who don't and and you know, there's a lot of these documentaries that are more linked with a very, there is a particular stereotype, I think, that they're trying to emulate when they tackle each and one of those subjects. And and I think because the nature of the storytelling and, like I said, the nature of um, the topics that we see are so interconnected between, you know, where, uh, you know, the, the, the science ends and then where the paranormal begins and where the f- fictional ends and, and, and the factual begins. Um, it just seemed natural to incorporate elements that that come from 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 horror documentaries, elements that come from paranormal ones, the elements that come from just history and and, and legends and folklore, and, and kind of make something new. And I really wanted to use a more narrative approach in terms of how they're presented, with a bit more of an atmosphere and a bit more of an emphasis on cinematography and music, and um, rather than um, necessarily having You know, just talking heads or someone knocking on a door and going, ghost, can you hear me? And then someone bangs on the other side. Uh, I think there was already quite a lot of those.
1: Well, I know I'm a really big fan of educational documentary series, and especially when it dives into myths and folklore for certain areas. Um, There's a few other folks that make um, documentaries about certain myths in the United States. So that's always fun to discover different areas. And these really, um, so Haunted Forest of England was great. It was in a particular um, space now. Tears of the Sea, that really encompasses things from all over the world. So um, I thought that that was really, really interesting. And for anyone who likes, um, you know, folklore, horror, myth, uh, and like you said, the the line between fact and fiction, um, I would say these are really great. To dive into and i'm looking forward to watching uh damnation village the new one um but yeah thank i you. wanted to ask you i mean obviously you've always had an interest in folklore and horror do you have a particular folk story or myth that you often find yourself drawn to that you haven't had a chance to explore yet
0: oh yeah i mean there's a few i think well, that that's another reason why um I really wanted to see even for my safe side world well, as as a as a series uh, more than anything because I know there's the moment when you it's like the the moment when you when you cover one story then you then you think of like five more and it's like, oh and then I remember this when I remember reading this is in my little book of mysteries as a kid, and i will everyone really want to look at this and I want to look at that and and um we we as you said like we've started to be more um uh, you know, more UK centric, which, which makes sense. There is a lot to discover even right around us, but I think that in the future of Sarawatt lines that we're going to start opening up more to the rest of the world as well, little by little, but while still keeping that authenticity and, and um, if, if we are going to a certain place, I would really like to, to shoot there as well. So uh, the, the more we grow and the more, hopefully the budgets grow and everything, the, the more we'll be able to, to, um uh, you know, authentically capture also the places in, in, in in more more far away um countries and locations so it, with that being said yes i i think there's a lot around the world i think uh, specifically when we, when we talk to America there is a quite a few uh myths that are quite interesting and and um probably some of them misunderstood because um like like most things american they like to be um, you know kind of turned and commercialized and kind of made into a lot of media or um because they're very well known
1: yeah there's a fanfare around the uh media coverage of things and even you can see it historically yeah. when some of the myths first come up um or are brought into um i guess the light in news media i was recently watching one on the jersey devil for example and the first yes, experiences great of, one, yeah. uh, this thing in the news media and then it became part of a circus and like the the whole thing so
0: <laughs> these it's interesting yeah, no, to see I mean, how it's, these things
1: spin kind of
0: it's, into true, a it's true no and I, I absolutely and and i like that I, I like the fact that they they you know the, they become known for the whole world i i mean i really enjoy that myself because there's a lot of the myths that we're covering here in 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 the uk that i think they deserve that People all around the the world should know, and it's always been very nice that. And I did, we had a just a a, a couple of people from from Texas like sending us a message it was like, I right, I've never heard about more but and I don't know what this place is, but I, before I die, I want to visit it because this was amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. It, it was like me being there, and and that that's that's really, um, that's the biggest compliment, really. But 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 in the same vein, I think what I was trying to say is that that um some myths that I think they have very interesting origins and very interesting, um, you know, discussion camp and behind them. Like now a lot of people kind of like sneer at them or said, like when you say Bigfoot, like, or something like that, people think you're kind of crazy or whatever. And I think there's so much interesting folklore in in, in that particular, you know, corrupted and stories. And especially when you look all the way back into uh, the native American culture and the mentioning of, of, of that particular creature and um, all the different um nations and 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 so on and so forth um and i think that that goes a, a long a long way uh, across the, the whole of the states i mean yeah. it's it's a it's a huge place and i i think um for a lot of people still in 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 around the, the world when they think of the united states they think of that that it's like history it stops like for about 300 years ago and if if that right um and I and I think there there's a wonderful um yeah wonderful legacy uh, there to explore both from older uh, days that we don't know yet and also with the mixture of that heritage plus what came afterwards um yeah I, I definitely think that's interesting but yeah in, individual stories uh, I can <laughs> probably I could I can list a lot but uh, um, probably from every um probably from every country a a couple and and a lot of other ones that i'm, I'm yet to learn about i mean um a lot a lot of these ones that we've covered in these films i've only heard like a, a few of them before we started researching and and um i am i am as much of a a newcomer and 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 sort of explorer of these things myself as probably most of the viewers i think there there's people um they're the really hardcore fans of, of all of these that the, the know a lot of these stories a lot more intimately. But for me, that's interesting. And, and, um, I, I, I try to tackle them with the, with an outsider view. I think like I feel most at comfort when, when I'm discovering something because it's that f- fresh look at it that then gives me, um, sort of the, the idea of how it should look and how it should sound and how it should weave with the other stories. um, if if it's if it's something that's a lot of other people have tackled in in in, in sort of exhausted the topic, I'll probably um might struggle to get interested in myself. But um yeah, it's it's very rich. So there's a lot of ways to um tell those stories.
1: So two things you talked about, you know, Bigfoot, for example. What's really interesting about something like that, or even any of the um. You know, myths or urban legends or kind of folktales that you've already gone into is regionally the differences even in the u.s there's different variations by regions of the united states of bigfoot or what area um bigfoot is in so we have the pacific northwest and then like canada and you know different even places. even
0: florida than louisiana right, right. you know and and, 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 and uh, you know th- th- those um uh, like um what they call it not, not not skunk ape not swamp ape but something like that you know like very different from from you know the really big hefty looking creatures in the pacific northwest and you so. touch on that Absolutely. in
1: uh tears of the sea you talk about not only mm. the particular story you're speaking of but other mentions of similar creatures in different cultures yeah. so i think that's important too to see how a lot of cultures actually have variations of these stories um and where the differences are. And um, they're really interesting to dive into if you take time. So going into uh, the research and development, I was wondering if you could walk us through some of the research and development you do for some of these side world projects.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we, we try to take from as many sources as, as possible, especially when, depending on when the story originates from, I mean um I'll use an example with the what I, the, I think that one of the stories that you're referring to which is the wild man of orford which is our closing story of Terrors of the sea that that I think it has quite a lot to do with uh, um a lot of the the, the folklore myth and, and and sightings of of pickfoot all around uh, the world being called different things and look, looking slightly different um but the, yeah the wild man one's really interesting because it was it was something that it was uh, in the annals of history and in the uh, you can you can go back and, and and read um the diaries of 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 the castle of orford and all of that will be mentioned by the by the castellan and then obviously brought to light by the research of the um of, of of the monk that that we um follow his um chronicles who only only discovered it three, 30 years after it happened so we're talking about beginning of um 13th century but uh, yeah, when we're looking into that one, of of course you you look into, um, the original sources as much as you can from from you know how, how far back can you go into the origins of the story, but then at the same time it, it's interesting to see how it has evolved since, since then. Like we said, like uh, when 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 you're looking into into all these events and and all um. And then, and then, what inspired the stories after it? Like the, you know, we're primarily looking at it from a storytelling point of view. We're not trying to say which is true and which isn't, because, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just have the confidence to claim any other way. There is quite a lot of uh, documentaries out there that that you, you know, you have someone come in and present something, you know. Absolutely claiming to be true, only just for you to read for five minutes to see why the whole theory is debunked very, very well. So, uh, it's it's there is enough of that, and I think people are becoming more and more uh, clever into that subject matter to be able, to be able to make their own mind. But to me, is interesting. Is like okay, let's look into the story. Let's look into what we have. So, and and in order to 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 give a nice spread of that, and and to to be able for us to um pick which parts of the of the stories we kind of want want to want to push more forward um yeah we have to pick from um the retellings as well and, and things that that sometimes might even contradict each other which which again pushes us towards into looking into as as many sources as possible but when you're looking into other stories that are a lot more tiny or it's about like you, you know a little pub somewhere that was haunted or something then yeah you're you're limited to um probably a, a few more, um, uh, quite a few more sources. But again, if, even in, in those ones, you always have to edit stuff out of it. And that's why, you know, unlike, like I said, unlike other documentaries, I wouldn't feel too comfortable, you know, really making some sort of a factual thesis or making people believe in something because um, I have this inherent problem with, with, with documentaries is that is that um, it, it's still filmmaking. You're still editing there's no way how you can present the whole truth or, or everything. It's it's more of an essay, really. Although, and I know that from myself, when I watch a documentary, I kind of start accepting everything as truth, which is very gullible, but I think a lot of people watch it that way. And um, I'm, I'm more, more, way more comfortable with like um, fiction, because I know I'm telling lies all the way through, and that doesn't matter. I'm trying to find the truth through the lies. Um, so that's that's why also here we, we uh, tend to stick to the to the stories and then if we have like a a point to make it still an opinion in a in a in a in a theory rather than um a, a, can sort of trying to convince anybody
1: well in as far as story curation goes how do you choose from everything what to include
0: yeah well that that is uh, uh the the i found out as as well by that's the benefit of making three is that you don't really have much time to 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 um really deliberate of of of, of um you know how how to take the like usually with the the feature films aside it's only like a year afterwards I can really look at the film again and be like oh on the next one i'm gonna do it this way so it it was really Um, great and and refreshing to kind of like learn on on the fly doing it that way and and adapt a lot quicker and i think in that process i also realized that the more i the more i just stick to myself being being a um a fictional director the the better it was meaning that i approached it as knowing that this every certain film should have a style in terms of color and texture and the way i like the music or the playlist i've created for it and everything that that the feature films uh do and and the way i make those and um once those are in place then um editing the stories and, and choosing what to keep and what to eject becomes a lot easier because it becomes a more of a stylistic choice um with terrorists for example um we wanted to give a more of a wider variety of of of, of aspects of, of of sea legends, and that's why it has those four chapters. That before we were more location based with, um, with forests, and we're again more location based with with the nation village when we cover three villages that are you know very specific. But this one covered topics, so uh, again we needed to kind of pick topics that really represented very well um they, they they can become the poster child of what we're talking about and and there is of the sea always just seemed like because it was the the sea and i was listening to a lot of different sort of sea shanties around that time you know while we we're making it and all kinds of folklore music uh of those of that period it just you know a lot of the origins came from 18th 19th century um, uh, uh, sailor stories and and um and of course in 19th century you have the romantic period as well and so there is that inherent uh, romance and, yeah, and melancholy yeah. almost to the sea, by
1: the sea. <laughs> and you have a, one of the stories in there that's um you know kind of very similar to that um and I think I had heard parts of it before with sweet william um
0: oh yeah and oh yeah of yeah, course
1: yeah. when we get into i think the chapter we start out with is ghost ships and most of us because of popularization know about the flying dutchman um but i did not Mm. know about a very interesting essentially like sandbar area um yeah where just we've lost countless ships and i can only imagine how potentially haunted that location is
0: oh yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, absolutely no the good wind sands uh yeah that that was very interesting again like it it was a story that we we could not pick because it had it, it had that right place where where um you can relate it very easily to to something like an opener like the flying dutchman to allow uh the, the the more casual viewer into a uh you know a gateway into those topics into the the ghost ships and also you know uh, ideas like the bermuda triangle and 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 then we just kind of go it we sink more and more from from there on into into the particulars of and the, the nature of that story it was so elemental as well with like you know this this the sand taking the ships with it and a sort of weird time loop that the the, the ships keep coming back and reappearing 50 years or 100 years again and again and every time there's a disaster there's the the survivor see you know the the ghost ship from the previous one and um yeah it it was when you put all the elements together, not just the narrative ones, but as well, like what kind of a feeling does the story give? Like then it becomes a lot easier to me to say like, all right, like right, let's keep this one. And maybe we don't have space for that other one or whatever. Like I, I try to think as much of it as like one, one story and what's the um, the pace of it. And, and, and the feeling that you're kind of walking the, the viewer through.
1: In one story, you talk about humanity's innate fear of the unknown and describe this beached, sea creature that is slain by the villagers of this small coastal town and i thought that that was a really interesting observation because in horror films which we typically cover we often get stories of other creatures or individuals um perhaps that could be said about a lot of mythical sea creatures for example and i wanted to get more of your take on that because i just thought that, that observation from you as that story closed was really interesting
0: i mean it's 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 uh i i th- i think I mean, it's 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 a sad story when it, when it comes to the fact that that um, both both the, the the fictional films, that the the we made as well, and that I directed Hex and the Droving, again, like they they have this thing going on where you think the um the the the, the horror cliche that we're tackling uh, at the beginning we establish is is what is the real villain, and then the more you watch the film, the more it seems like that's not really the case, and and there is something a lot more inherently human that that's the real. Um, source of source of evil in those films, and and uh, and uh, that that always keeps coming back. That there is a lot of the stuff that we do to ourselves, really, and to what we do to the world that that um, um, we need to be careful about, and and we need to be realizing. And where does the real monsters lie, right? So um, that story seems seems such a, such a good example of that. And, and, and unfortunately, it was true. We don't know what it was. We uh, you know from everything that we're looking at, it's still a interesting. Uh, a very curious event in terms of um, the, the nature of that creature, and we were trying to um, relate as 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 simply and and as uh, truthfully through to the real newspaper article that he, that he came out first uh, in in uh, towards the I think it's beginning of eighteenth century. So yeah, it, it just. Uh, starting the sea monster section is something that that right away you, you have that feeling it's like there is this big lurking monster you know beneath the oceans and it can it can sink your ship at every time and like how kind of big and bombastic and awesome that is but then ending on a, a bit more of a a southern more violent story about our uh relationship with the sea and and um that worked very nicely within the overall kind of thematic value of, of the film anyway and kind of end on that that, that we have such a um, awkward love-hate relationship with uh, with the ocean. That um, we love it so much, yet at the same time, you know, we we are afraid of it and everything that comes out of it. And 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 um, usually the um we we tend to harm it in 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 ways that when we get scared of the unknown, our first instinct is to um, um violently end whatever uh, it was.
1: Well, I know when I watch an educational documentary film, like any of the side world films, what I'm looking to take away is something that is going to make me want to go and start researching things, <laughs> and go just like very much deep dive down a rabbit hole of research and finding other stories and things like that. So I think that Tears of the Sea definitely achieves that. Um, and I wanted to know more. What are you hoping that people who watch any of the side world documentaries take away from them?
0: Well, um, without making it sound like an easy answer, I would have said what you just said. I mean, it's it really is something that 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 I always say is that that we that 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 gate that threshold that we describe in the films that we are trying to set up that you know that the going into the side world and, and exposing that that beginning journey to everybody to again be like oh you know i i, I, li- I like all the stories but i really love this one or i li- really love this one or, i really love um you know the history part of it like i don't think it's real but i want to go and investigate more into uh, when that happened or someone else goes well i like I, li- I like history but i really want to know if this is true when they look into the science aspect of it or someone just likes how it listens or uh, sorry how it sounds or or how it how it looks and they write a fictional story based on it like uh because art and and artwork and 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 music like i said it's a a big part of the documentaries and so i i really want it to be a a gateway for whatever aspect either you know um artistic or historical or paranormal or scientific or you know that those things are not are not separate everything in our lives and everything in what what humans make they're all connected and 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 uh that what, that what makes our culture and society is like so interesting and, and so rich that that you, you learn a lot sometimes even the most out of completely different aspects of what you might not be usually really to be to say like your your forte or, or your like most interesting interested topics or something so um i really i really hope that it's a gateway for a lot of people to explore more and, and because i think that people that have that inquisitive nature no matter in which one of those um kind of sub genres of interest that you're in i think we have a lot in common and um it really is one of the things that made me want to become a filmmaker as well is because i'm i'm i'm, I'm a greedy bastard i want everything you know <laughs> you know so like I, I grew up in a family where you know of artists where my, my father is a is, a, is, um, is an artist and my mother was an actress my grandfather a theater director and i I like all these arts but but i kind of wanted a little bit of all of them and and uh, film was the one that where you can incorporate everything and and uh, i think sort of the same approach with these documentaries is that that's i really hope it's um a way for us to 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 mix all these interests and heritages and, and feelings that we all have um in the world that where we live today and long ago and what we have in the future and explore more in, in those avenues so something like that
1: <laughs> well um tell us all about side world damnation village so that's the latest release in the series yeah. of films um i want to know more about it
0: yeah sure uh, um it's it it completes our, our kind of so-called first trilogy or phase and and uh uh, more will be coming coming soon, but um, that that's kind of um, this this insane year of us as making three and uh, um, yeah, the nation village is is um, as the title suggests. We we go into uh, a bit more now of a of a, of a human uh, setting and compared to the previous two. And I really wanted something that will close off in a way that it will it will seem like a natural continuation of the previous one, while at the same time um, not be forests and then sea and you now no mysteries of the mountains or you know it's like immediately after that um to to keep it a little bit unexpected and i think we've achieved that it's it's uh it's uh, the we open with the supposedly most haunted village in all of england um pluckley, and then and then it, it gets even worse from from there um in terms of how intense and and sad the story is getting it's it's um for this sort of period when we released just after halloween um it seemed like the 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 quiet story this one is a bit more of a even more of a tragic and kind of a a more i would say harsher tone than than the previous two it it gets quite dark but at the same time it still remains the romanticism of of the english village and what that what that means and what that is um as a as a feeling, as a, as a as a tone, and um, I think people would especially enjoy it a lot in these in these these cold months. Um, it is it is definitely the type of film that you get a warm hot drink and then you just uh, kind of submerge yourself into that atmosphere of these horror stories. Um, and and then th- I think there will be quite a few moments that are a bit more une- unexpected when it comes to kind of the choices we make into into where we go from there and and the type of topics we cover.
1: So one interesting thing and something special to SideWorld that I noticed is that you don't use dramatizations. There's um, parts that have narrated stories, um, but no dramatized visuals, which I actually really, really enjoyed. It was like sitting around um, and being part of a sort of campfire story. Uh, One example would be, uh john carpenter's the fog for example at the beginning of that film
0: oh it it absolutely is i mean like we have and and, and i like the fact that when we have like a, a f- first of all you know uh, uh when when the whole idea was suggested that i should present the whole thing and i should read it um before i said no about seven times and finally i said okay cool um well let's do that but i said like it can't just be my voice throughout the whole thing. we need to have other stuff so um so that was probably the the main reason from the beginning. But then, but then the the, the tool of that to have the actors and coming and read is interesting because sometimes they're reading um, uh, examples, factuals from from history or or uh, they're, they're recounting something that someone else has written down or said so, uh, or poetry that has something to do with or an essay around that has something to do with our stories, and sometimes they they come in and tell these more more chunky stories that we opened with um where we have written like a, a a dramatic kind of our own take on uh, probably an amalgamation of different eyewitnesses that we have seen before, right? So it's still it's an artistic interpretation of, of um of eye, of eyewitness testimonies or or other stories that we've heard in, in that folklore. But it's yeah, it's absolutely based on a bunch of them um Put together and kind of us, us cherry picking the best parts and a lot of these stories do exist it's just we can't tell them all in, in, in that format and, and that again it creates that really interesting feeling of that that you know that what you're listening to is that's not factual because we invented it for the film in order to to have the best tool set for that scene and to be able to push that atmosphere in a short amount of time but at the same time it's completely based on things that um have existed in in the folklore of the particular story for a long time up some of them up to this day one you know especially with forests i think there was a couple of sightings that were in, inspired um uh, one of the eyewitness testimonies that we wrote was from you know uh, months ago uh in one of the forests so um yeah that that's that's um and that's always seemed enough. I, I think. I think that the whole uh, we were talking about dramatizations right at the beginning when we were figuring out before it was even called Sado of like what we're gonna do and um, we went through all the documentary tropes and I just um, the, the 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 way we could do them and the way that they, they just seemed... sometimes um, I'm, I'm not I'm not always quite satisfied in in how they look in other documentaries. It's like I make it. It always seems to me sometimes it's like oh you know in that moment they really wanted to make a um an actual film but they 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 couldn't so you're kind of getting kind of not the best acting and not the best lighting and not the best. it just kind of always seems a bit cheesy to me and and uh we make narrative films anyway and we're going to continue making them so i i don't need to fill that gap like i i i don't need it um to to kind of have like a phony sort of reenactment or something uh to, that's probably not gonna give the story justice. And as you said yourself, um the 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 stories that you create and the, the visualization that you create in your own head while experiencing the telling of the story is so much stronger than any any dramatization you can give. And I don't want to rob people from that. The moment when you give them a dramatization, you make it it's almost like you're putting that stamp on it. It's like, well, this is what happened, and um it's it's such a rich experience i I would rather just set the fertile ground in which you're going to grow your own tree of imagination of the story rather than me doing it for you and then you know slamming you into it you know i just, I just think um it, it's it there is richness into like here's the story here's the, the you know the way how you read the book you know it's, it's it creates a, such a vivid imagination like here's the story here's the reading it's quite simple here's the the music here's the colors here's the editing those are more complex and and create the right environment and then from there on um you you create the best dramatization ever in your own head it's just um that, that's what always seems right and i don't know if whoever changed that but at this point i just don't know how to do it in a way that's not gonna take away from the experience
1: George, I have one last thing for you, and that is how can everyone go and engage with SideWorld? Where can we find the films?
0: Uh, yes, absolutely. All, all uh, uh, I'll, I'll try to be accurate for the States. Um, and, and I think, yeah, there is a lot more options in the States uh, to, to watch them. You can, uh, they're all available to rent and buy on Amazon. I, uh, they're all available, available on Tubi as well. Roku channel um i believe as well like maybe also the last one and um and probably a few more platforms as well so if you're watching it somewhere
1: and damnation village is out we can go in and rent and buy that
0: yes yeah you can go yeah it's it's been it's been it's been out for uh, a few weeks so but but it's still still fresh you know we're we're still on on my list because i haven't
1: had a chance to see it yet
0: no, 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 no worries. Well only only the other day, um, you know, Scream magazine came out with an article about the whole thing. So it's still it's we're still kind of like pushing full it oh, the 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 marketing rollouts kind of still continuing in, in full steam, so we, we haven't missed uh the boat at all, right. you know. Well so I'm so excited a, to see what one. will
1: come next as well. We've got our first trilogy and it sounds like potentially more exploration to come and I'm a huge fan of folklore, so um really excited to see what comes next.
0: Well, thank you, and you're saying that you're a huge fan of folklore and then you're enjoying them that's that's the, the, you know the best thing for me to hear and shows that we're doing at least something right, and if we keep doing it and people still like it and they want more, we'll get even better at it and we'll make more. so um no matter what what, what else I do um the films wise i think that i'll always want to uh, come back and, and and tell more of these so now we're, we're just we're just beginning and, and we want to open up this in in a lot of other ways we we have uh, ambition for the whole franchise to grow in multiple different ways and we'll be making some more specific announcements soon but yeah there, there will be more coming out next year
1: fantastic well we at slayway will look forward to more side world in the future Hey, Slayers, if you liked that episode, please go and give us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. And be sure to go check out slayawaywithus.com for more reviews and essays on our favorite genre, horror.